Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good afternoon. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. So you've seen that big vacant lot on 18th and Peoria in Pilsen, right? Up the street from Simone's? It's about six acres, the largest vacant lot in the neighborhood, and city officials and developers have been battling for roughly 20 years over what to do with it, especially in light of so much gentrification in Pilsen. Now the city owns the land and is promising to build affordable housing, something that community members have been organizing for for years. My colleague Indy Kara is a Metro reporter here at WBEZ, and she's here to talk about what else residents are hoping for as the city continues planning and invites them into the process. Indy. Hi. Hello. So what are some of the circumstances that have led to this lot being vacant for so long? Yeah, so I believe the lot has actually been vacant since the 80s when there was a pretty big explosion at the site. And Mm. since then, the land has been vacant, hasn't been used. And like you said, it's changed hands between developers for roughly over the last 20 years, people coming in and proposing all different kinds of developments, including some luxury developments. But At every single turn, community members have organized pretty fiercely for affordable housing. And that's sort of been the promise of that parcel for a long time. So the city and all of these different people can, if they own the lot, they can do really whatever they want to do with it. Um, Why did the city end up going in the direction of housing with the lot? So this came as a huge announcement that the city made last year of around a billion dollars in investments in affordable housing around the city of Chicago. And in the mayor's press release, you know, they said that the goal of creating affordable housing there would be to limit residential displacement because Pilsen has really been seeing a lot of gentrification in the last few years. And the mayor's office, the Department of Housing, saw this parcel as a chance to help slow that down because there is a huge need for housing in the area. Yeah. As you're saying, finding affordable places to live in Pilsen has become a bigger and bigger problem over the years. Um, Do you know how things got to this point in the neighborhood? You know, in the last 10 years or so, rents have skyrocketed. There has been a shortage of just lower cost housing. The share of households making over 100K has increased. So that that median income of the area has also gone up. Hmm. Um, There is some data that the Resurrection Project provided me. They're a big affordable housing organization in the area that in 2010, the cost of rent for a one bedroom was $772. And then in 2020, it had gone up to right around 1400 So doubling the cost of a one bedroom in just 10 years. So things are really changing. Um, and Vicky Arroyo, who is actually with the Resurrection Project, she yeah. sort of talked me through, since they do so much community engagement, how residents have been feeling. We have heard residents tell us that the community is changing because they don't see um, children in the parks anymore. They don't know their neighbor. They used to know their neighbor. So that loss of children and families is also a big thing that people have observed happening over the last 10 or 15 years. Hmm. I used to live in Pilsen. I just kind of followed the advice of some roommates that I had at the time that were going to be moving with me that, you know, it was like a a place that we should look at. And we ended up finding an affordable place. I'm curious, were you able to find in your reporting what the draw of the neighborhood has been for 
people um, who are driving the property value. Yeah. I mean, so Vicky actually, you know, had a, a lot of great stuff to say about this. Pilsen has historically been a neighborhood that's characterized by waves of immigration. So, you know, people from Ireland, Germany, Eastern Europe, and then the Mexican communities starting in like the 50s or 60s. And now it's a huge hub for Chicago's Latino community. It's a great place to live. There's restaurants and businesses, a lot of culture. And, you know, Vicky was saying that she understands why people want to move here, that this is a great place to live, but people coming in should not come at the cost of people who want to stay and people who have lived there. So she faults nobody for seeing it as a great place to be, but it's just something that needs to be balanced. Yeah, that's fair. You're reporting the city has been working on this development project for a while now. Tell me about the plans they shared with residents during that big community meeting last week. Yeah. So they put forward these three what they called like preliminary sketch plans. And they're called Trailhead, Linear and Pocket. And they basically vary (laughs) from each other in how open space is distributed around the lot. So the big difference is just how they use open space. They also vary in the types of buildings that they would be using. There's also commercial space, um, but they have not said yet how many of those units are going to be affordable, what the breakdown is going to be in terms of size and square footage. They provided some square footage estimates in the meeting, but not like a percentage breakdown of the different apartments. Officials did stress that these plans weren't final in any way. They're going mm-hmm. to be you know, collecting feedback and then ultimately will shape developer proposals that come in. But yeah, some commercial space, green space, and residential units. And I know that um, this meeting was for residents to attend, to kind of ask questions and and share their input. Um, Were many residents actually able to attend? Yes. So unlike the meeting that happened back in October, that was on the same day as a lot of community events in Pilsen, I thought that, you know, quite a few people were able to come out. It was full and people were able to ask their questions. Okay. And what were some of those questions or desires that you heard at the meeting? Yeah. So um, Felipe Luna, who is someone who I interviewed for the story, he said that he really wanted to see kind of a more concrete analysis of how this development was going to be helping Pilsen. So he, after the presentation, was feeling like he wanted those hard details. People were raising questions about the percentage of affordability. There is an organization in Pilsen and community members who want it to be 100 percent affordable. They wanted to know if there would be units large enough to support families because of the loss of children and families from the neighborhood. Um, They were also curious about the breakdown of rentals versus opportunities for ownership. Home ownership has been something that people have brought up a lot. Mm. So overall, I think it was just a desire to get some of those hard details about what, beyond these preliminary sketches, what the development is actually going to entail. And the city has said that that's coming, that will come with the final plan that's released with developer proposals. Um, But, you know, there's a lot of like there's a lot of interest. The stakes are really high. So people want to know what it's going to look like. So the city is saying that they're going to provide those details, um, you know, as they have them. But it's not really just about the logistics and the practicality of housing. Right. There's a little bit more to the story. Yeah, I think residents see a lot of opportunity here. So Felipe Luna, who I mentioned He wants the space, whatever comes there in the development, to represent 
Pilsen and to be a space where people can come together and mm-hmm. celebrate the legacy of the neighborhood. A gathering space where people can see that this is like a place where we can get together as a community. So it's about a lot more than just providing a place to live. It would be, you know, somewhere where they could celebrate what it means to be residents of Pilsen. Beyond the technical, um, an organizer that I spoke to said that the loss of culture that comes with gentrification is really emotional and Mm -hmm. is a painful thing to have to witness. You know, when you are seeing family members have to leave, when you're seeing children not getting to be in the neighborhood quite as much. Because of that, she sees what comes to 18th and Peoria as sitting at a really pivotal position. It can either be something that celebrates the community through open space and gathering and, of course, the housing, or it can be something that delivers a really heavy blow to a neighborhood that has been organizing for something for so long. Indy Kara is a Metro reporter at WBEZ. Indy, thank you so much for joining the show today. Thank you for having me. To hear the full feature story from Indy, visit WBEZ.org. And that's it for The Rundown today. I'm Erin Allen. I'll be back in your ears bright and early tomorrow morning. Talk to you then.